So there's obviously a ton of great Korean media floating around right now. Um, great shows on Netflix, great movies. I think there's more awareness now th- than I think I've ever perceived of like how great South Korean culture and food and and media can be. But I think one thing that's been lacking, at least for me, is per, like under an understanding of what clothes are people wearing in South Korea right now? What's cool in South Korea? And I first started kind of wondering about this. There was a show called Singles Inferno on Netflix, and you guys should check it out. It was pretty wild. You should, you should check it out. It is insane. Yeah. Oh, you've watched it, Reed? Yeah, I loved it. Oh, yeah, it was great. But I felt like just knowing like what like English reality TV and American reality TV looks like, especially like what the clothes that people bring on look like. Oh my God, they're bad. So bad. I was shocked that like there were some really good fits among the men, right? On Singles Inferno. Like absolutely great. Like by comparison, like it's like nuclear level, you know, like it's like I always like used to say, like I was like, I'm like Ted Bundy. Like people are always like Ted Bundy's a hot serial. I'm like, no, he's just like for a serial killer. But fucking these guys are actually like fairly well dressed, not just for reality TV shows. Real quick question. Do the guys on Love Island UK know that pants don't need to be that tight on the calves? Definitely they don't. Has like has someone let them know? I don't know how to get through to them, but somebody should. I guess I should. <laughs> I feel like they think it's a rule, right? Yeah. Like the, and they well, think they think like tighter. It's like a competition. Yeah. Well. just if you've seen any of those reality tv shows you know how bad guys usually dress the guys on this show uh while not everything was totally my style there was a lot of really interesting looks that i would i mean reed could maybe chime in but it was kind of like an oversized drapey beams plus kind of loosely pop star harry styles what would you what else what else would you add to that yeah i feel like uh like harry styles french riviera town oh yeah talented mr ripley shit going on as well like with a lot of folks like there's like there's like well-proportioned knit polos some like action pleat shit happening on pants really like just good shit all around and they all wear it well enough that it disappears into the background it's not like you're like oh there's fashion man on screen yeah and so that made me think like just because of what i know about reality tv usually the contestants have to buy a shit ton before they start which usually means they need to buy fast fashion the people on this show could very well be have like have spent thousands and thousands of dollars to get this together, but also it might've just been what was available. So I've been thinking about this and the New York times just ran a profile on this woman named Madam Wu, who is kind of the mother of all South Korean fashion. I didn't know about her before. They just described how, how, how hard it was for her to break through her first brand uh, launched in the late eighties. It was called um, solid. Um, like um like a man in french h-o-m-m-e and she has a second brand now called which is her name it is uh woo young me is her uh is her name and or it's her name inverted and that's her second brand which is kind of more uh avant-garde uh definitely look at solid um and woo young me i was thinking about what else i know there's anderson bell is a korean brand i found this uh store called eight seconds which is like the korean answer to uniqlo so probably not super high end um but still looks like that's probably the stuff that they wore on singles inferno and reed i have a feeling you'll probably know a, a some some sort of good korean brand yeah so Wu young me is sick um for sure but 
I always loved Eastlog, which has been around, I think, since like 2011. Um, for those that I do feel like is very much like a Heddle's appropriate brand. Um, it's like it sits somewhere in between like EG and Monitaly and South 2 West 8 without like the fucking mesh shit, really. But like it's a lot of like really cool ripstop fabrics and really awesome like vintage tactical gear. So not like actually tactical, but like some like like deeply pocketed vests, you know, like fucking 12 pockets on the outside. But then also just like great uh, CPO shirts and BDUs and like really, really good military rips um, across the board, but also done like they do them in the classic colors, but they do them in like the fucking coolest, like whatever that orange is that you could get in 1960, but you can't get now. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's <laughs> like the weathered by Everest orange. It's like mm -hmm. the best kind mm -hmm. of orange on planet mm -hmm. earth. Um, they do that one really well, but yeah, I always love their stuff. We used to carry them a little bit at union made for a second there. I, I, don't, I have no idea if they carried them after I left, but, um, I always just thought it was like, I was like, this stuff is really fucking good. Like there wasn't anything, you know, like there might've been a pocket or two extra sometimes, but like, fuck it. I've never been upset that I had too many pockets. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I highly recommend it to folks out there if you haven't heard of it. And I just wondered because I think like the sort of like wearing a suit to work culture was still more pervasive, was pervasive in Korea a little longer than it was here. And so therefore, I feel like a lot of the brands breaking out are like really breaking away from that mold, like really doing us like a, like experimenting with silhouettes and texture and color. And then some of them are kind of more in that formal vein. 